college football playoff is upon us. And, Joe, we have our four teams, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. Um, I can't believe they left out Florida State. I, I, just Look, I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off the wound here. I, I can't believe it. But, listen, we were on Twitter a lot last night. We even did a Twitter spaces about this. I, I think I was the only one in the room. We had hundreds and hundreds of people that came into Twitter spaces last night, and I would continue to say one thing, and I, I think you kind of echoed there at the end. They were never going to leave out the SEC champ, and especially when you read the criteria that you posted on Twitter last night in reference to key players being out, mm-hmm. they were never going to put in Florida State over a one-loss SEC champ, it wasn't going to happen. Well, I actually am going to push back on on the notion of that their decision-making was, oh, we can't leave out an SEC team. Yes, I think that that's definitely absolutely important because you want to represent the most competitive, most talented conference in college football. But for me, what this signaled, and I said the minute I came in the space, without really knowing the entire guidelines and going on their website, like one of our listeners, I believe his name was Tim. Tim, uh, Thank you for bringing this to our attention. I knew coming into this that they emphasized strength of schedule, head-to-head matchups of similar opponents, conference championships. And when I was paying close attention to that, that signaled to me that they were going to go with Florida State. But as soon as Tim brought up and sent us the link and I screen grabbed it and I posted it on Twitter, that the additional criteria that I had no idea was there. I don't even know if this has been there the entire time or if this was added this week in order for this situation. But that final criteria of... Other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance. I think that they saw what happened yesterday with a third-string quarterback. Although Tate Rotemaker would have been the player in the college football playoff, they said to themselves, we can't trot out a team that is going to get their asses kicked because we don't know what their situation is like at quarterback. I think if Rotemaker played in the ACC championship game and played a decent game, there might have been a little bit more of a debate here. But we all know that because of that massive question mark, the product during the playoff would not have been good. And us as college football fans, what is fair is different from what is a competitive environment. And Florida State does not fit that criteria. So let, let's let's walk through, okay, the arguments for both, meaning Alabama and Florida State. I, I'll start with Florida State. It is... Regardless of Jordan Travis being out, you are an undefeated Power 5 conference champion. Regardless of how it looked, you went undefeated in a P5 league, right? Yeah. If anybody would have done that, anybody, okay, they probably should have deserved being in. And it's not even I, – I, Joe, I've been hearing all last night, all day yesterday, and all day this morning. Well, what? who deserves what? It – it's not deserved. They went out there and earned it. Last night's defensive performance by Florida State, they earned to be undefeated, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not as if that they went out there and they didn't earn every win that they had. But, like I said last night, Texas is, I mean, Alabama's only loss is to the number three team in the country. And losses and in, in wins aren't created equally. Alabama's strength of schedule, Joe, at the end, was number five. They had the fifth toughest schedule in the country. Florida State was 55. And I know that that 
if you're going to split hairs, if you play five top 15 teams, like what Florida, I mean, like what Alabama did, you went four and one against them and you beat the number one team in the country in a neutral site. And let's call it what it is. It's not neutral site. That game is in Atlanta, Georgia. Right, right. Right, okay. So when it's all said and done, I, do I feel bad for Florida State? Yes, I feel bad for Florida State. Bama deserves it just as much as like I know it doesn't bother me that Bama's got a loss to the number three team in the playoff, right? Like it, it does not bother me because of one team throughout the entire year played a tougher schedule than Florida State. Joe, I mean this isn't mine. Y'all just saw it on ESPN. Yeah, yes. yeah. Five strength yeah. of schedule. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I hate it for both. Like, I hate it for Florida State, but I do understand the logic, and people are going to hate me for that, and I get it. But, Joe, like you mentioned just a minute ago, too, the best team of the two got in. Like, let's not let's not miss In the current – wait, wait, wait. The best two of the current state that they're in, because I think that if Jordan Travis was still available – I don't think there actually would have been a debate. No, I think no, that, that, the floor, no, they would have been in 1,000%. Correct, but you get what, what – yes. okay, let me clarify. Obviously, I mean the two best teams right now, Alabama is the better team, and they went with the better team. Yeah, and the, the one thing that also benefits Alabama's circumstance right now here is that their most important win of the season comes in the SEC championship game no and they have their conference championship. This isn't like last year or in years past where Ohio State has gotten a pass with one loss or whatever circumstance that has helped aid them uh, getting into the playoff without winning a conference championship. That's why I think that this debate is so more divisive than it typically is, is because of the fact that all of these teams – all of the, I don't even think this has ever happened where all five teams that won their conference, the Power Five conferences, were available and in contention to be in the college football playoff. This has never happened. And that's Correct. why I don't think that they're necessarily – this is an answer that I think that no Florida State fan wants, but there was no wrong answer. There really is no wrong answer. There are two different arguments, and they chose one argument over the other argument. There is right. not an incorrect decision here. They just had to make a really tough choice. And we give the committee tons of shit for making mistakes all of the time. But plain and simple, th this was an impossible decision. This was impossible to make the right choice. Can I be honest with you? As bad as I hate it for Florida State, I don't think mm. it's a tough decision. Like we were saying last night in the mm. Twitter spaces, okay, there's three things that I kept thinking about the entire day. You ready? Okay, even though I told you I got the phone call, okay? And that's why I completely changed my tune midway through the day. Number one, this is a business. And what they're not going to do is, is they're not going to let Michigan and Florida State go all the way out there to Pasadena and let Florida State get their teeth kicked in. That They're not going to, regardless of what you think about Florida State defensively, Joe, they, they had, what, eight punts in the first half, seven punts, whatever ridiculous number yeah. it was. Yeah, they punted the ball seven times, six times, six, seven, eight, nine times, however many it was in the first half. Joe, if they do that against Michigan, they're going to get their teeth kicked in. You know, well, wait, can, can I throw yeah. this in there though? Yeah, I don't think Tate Ro Rodemaker is, I think well, he's I, pretty close to Kyle McCord, so I really don't know if that will. Well, glad you brought that up, Joe. They did the same thing against Florida in his first start. 
And, and yeah, I got to be honest, point. okay, oh, I'm just going to be real. When's the last time that we've seen a kid that go into concussion protocol didn't come out? I, I yeah. have in a week. I, I mean, we literally saw Jane Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner, do it literally against Florida. Here's another, like, Florida State fans are going to hit me, kill me on this. Joe, you saw the text message, or I don't know if I showed you this text message, but. No. The Rotomaker kid, they were complaining that he had a broken non-throwing hand. Remember the Florida week? Like, like yeah, we I do. actually did that, send me that. Yeah. You know, so again, you can say whatever you want about Rotomaker. They're not going to win that football game. I, I also want to just throw this into the mix, and I said this a second ago. I think that if Rotomaker, Rotomaker, I, I still don't really know the, the true pronunciation uh, of his name, <laughs> the, the, if he had played in this game and he had played slightly better than he did against Florida, I think that this would be a much more contentious argument because then we could say the backup might be in, but look, they play. I actually really think that if Rotomaker played, they would have smoked Louisville. I think that they would have blown past them considering how much they won by with the limitations of a kid who had no intention of ever stepping on the field of Florida State. That kid looked like he was there just to smoke weed and go to frat parties that played in that game yesterday. Hey, don't make fun of mustache uh, boy Glenn, okay? I, I'm not making fun of him, but that kid did not look like he wanted to be playing in that football game, and he didn't look fully prepared. It's it's a difficult circumstance. I give him credit for getting the win, but he didn't provide any value for them to win that game, and they won by 10 points. I think that they would have won by 15, 20-plus if Rotomaker was in that game, and I think that if Rotomaker does play – and they kick their ass. The, the committee doesn't really have as much of an argument to say, well, we don't want to stick Florida State in without Jordan Travis because then we do have a Cardell Jones type possible situation. Well, I. It's okay, a big I, if, and I don't want to go down that rabbit okay, hole. Okay, let's, let's, let's not go down the Cardell Jones rabbit hole, but I, I just vehemently agree, disagree. But I, I'm going to look, I'm not trying to throw shade at you. Okay. But this, this, what I'm about, and what I'm about to say. But I am going to throw shade on everybody that got on my ass throughout the year. No pause. I kept telling everybody, do not count out Alabama, that there is a strong possibility. Joe, we talked about this on Monday. I said there was going to be a three-point game against, against Georgia. I, over the last month, I, I'll just say six weeks, Joe, they are the best four teams in the country, playing like one of the best four. I get what you say about Auburn. I, I, I get that. But the, regardless of the Auburn win, okay, in a last-second heroic type, you need luck. I Florida State fans should know this because Auburn, when they got into the national title game, they had some luck against Georgia with a tip-tip pass catch, the kick six. Their teams sometimes, like I remember as an LSU fan, remember the Thaddeus Moss catch along the sidelines when he gets – you have to have luck. Some of that's going to happen. But when you run the football and play great defense the way that we they do, Joe, we had not seen Carson Beck all year long. And this was my number one thing throughout the week about Alabama and what I think that they can do. What they just did to Carson Beck, which nobody else in the country could do so far, they literally well, beat I, – I, I, I think they showed that it doesn't matter who lines up against them – Joe, this is a horrible matchup for Michigan. Horrible. I actually disagree on that, but to uh, just very wait, just very quickly. Alabama's performance was fantastic, and I give them credit for playing the way that they did in the most important situation for them to have played. 
but we do still have to acknowledge that if Brock Bowers was fully healthy and Lad McConkey were fully healthy, like Lad McConkey couldn't even separate in this game. Like he had a lot of trouble moving. I don't think that that was What's his the difference of them not commanding being able to run the football though. He's well, it, they lots. they knew what they they knew it was coming. They knew that they had to run the ball in order to establish but Joe, their offense. All, but it also doesn't change the fact that he missed wide open receivers when he had them open. Like he had like I get your argument. I, I fully get your argument. He's also missing wide ass open dudes, and they're missing blocks. Like, uh, I know we're going to end up recapping that game. Yeah, we're going to do that tonight live at six. Y'all better be there live six p.m. Central Standard Time. I was going to say though that I don't I don't think that this is a necessarily a, a bad match a matchup for for Michigan. I think that this these are two very evenly matched teams simply for the fact that Michigan's defensive line separate from Florida State, I think it's the most talented and it's the deepest in the country and what is going to be necessary to slow down Jalen Milrow is an athletic aggressive defensive line that has very talented edge defenders and very talented linebackers. I think that Georgia missing out on uh, having Jamon Dumas Johnson, which I applauded the backups that stepped in for him, but not having him really killed their ability to spy him and hold him in check. I, I look at Junior Colson and the rest, the rest of that linebacker core for Michigan. I think that they've got the bodies to maybe slow him down a little bit more. It's going to be a really close game. I'm not going to sit here and put my foot in my mouth and say that Alabama's going to get boat raced again. I'm not afraid to sit here and say that it is going to be a tough game. Alabama fans already hate me, so they don't care anymore. But I think that Michigan is going to put up a legitimate fight. It all depends on how J.J. McCarthy plays in order for them to win that game. We'll talk about that. We have a long time yeah. to talk about that. But, yeah, Joe, any other thing from the uh, committee? So just to reemphasize, re I'm sure you all know this, but it's one Michigan, two Washington, three Texas – for Alabama. Let me ask you this question because we talked a lot about Alabama. We talked a lot about Florida State. Are you surprised that Texas is at number three? No, I think this uh, this circumstance was created the second that Alabama won the SEC championship game because the argument for them was always going to be, look, they beat Alabama at home. A two-loss right. Alabama team uh, would not have been very exciting for Texas, but the fact that they beat the SEC champion at home earlier on in the season – justifies them being placed at three. I think out of the four teams, they played the weakest schedule, and I think that they have benefited from playing in the Big 12 mm. in a year that it was down. What's their next best win? Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Kansas with a backup quarterback? It's a very mediocre schedule, and we're going to find out if they are legitimately competitive and if that, that win in week two is replicable later on in the season. But I don't hate that decision. It makes sense because you had to justify putting Alabama in and the only way that you justify it is putting Texas at three I, I, I so I agree I think the biggest point that you make there okay is you can't justify putting in Alabama without Texas mm -hmm. but like you just mentioned Alabama's the best win that they have now that's a massive win right like that's a massive win but you your next the, your next toughest game that you played on a neutral site you lost in Oklahoma Right? right, like I, I mean, so look, I, I think that we get a rematch. Okay, Washington versus Texas. It was actually a game that you the Alamo Bowl, the <laughs> Alamo Bowl. Right, we talked about that game more than any bowl game in the, the creation of Rafino and Joe show because you were so on Washington. The, the hilarity of it is, we we both were 
so down on both of those teams at different points and here we are they're competing with one another in the in the college football completely playoffs. but i i will tell you i think that they have the least um what's the word i'm looking for the the worst resume yeah getting in okay yeah but joe what they did at 11 a.m yesterday we said it was going to be a splattering the, if they wanted to if they really wanted to they could have put up 70 against Oklahoma yes. State. And yes. they put they took the pedal off the metal. They're putting in Arch Manning there at the end. By the way, any, every time Arch Manning gets in the game, they're undefeated. Okay, just throwing that out there. But, look, they look like the more, the more one of the more dominant teams in college football after what they did yesterday, and you just could not justify not putting them in. Any, you brought up an interesting point yesterday, though, should Washington be above Michigan? Yeah, I really wanted to bring that up. Just a random side thought because I get distracted by the TV being on in the background. I don't think Nick Saban's smiled all season long, and he's smiling right now on ESPN, and it's really disturbing. Oh, as soon as he smiling. won, I watched his post game. I watched his uh, post game press conference. My man was grinning. He knew. Oh man! As soon as he won, he knew. Uh, okay. Well, regardless, um, Washington though, I'm actually a little bit peeved. I, I'm really annoyed. I think that, that Washington has the best argument. They have the best resume. I, I just don't understand. Why do we justify putting Michigan at number one? I don't even think that there is a supportive argument to say that Michigan belongs oh. at number one. Washington. I know, I know that you and I get in these debates that they played close, close games against Arizona state and against Stanford. But at the end of the day, they've got a ton of ranked wins they beat Oregon twice, one of the best teams, a top 10 team in the country twice. And I argue that that is more impressive than beating two separate top 10 teams because we talk about all the time, it is impossible to beat a good team two times in one season. So for them to accomplish that on the most important uh, you know, possibility, capability, I think that that deserves recognition. It does help them, though, that I think that they match up very well against Texas, and that this is a very favor favorable situation for them to get the win. I'm going to disagree with you on one massive thing. If Michigan would have lost, or, or not lost, if Michigan would have won against teams, like let me give an example. If they would have beaten Michigan State 21-17, I mean like, okay, right? Like, all right, I, I put them ahead of them. I know, Joe, that, and we'll we'll talk about this tonight on our live show. I, I, I get that there were games that they had the flu. Uh, okay, but you didn't really have it against Stanford. And you know what? Washington State, even though that's a rivalry game, if you're going to, okay, look at down the stretch, I think that they played a tougher Maryland team, okay? They played tougher teams down Maryland the stretch. Maryland sucks. Maryland sucks. Okay, but Stanford or Maryland? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, the, I'm not talking about the conference championship game, them playing Oregon. Outside of Oregon, Washington just kind of what, – what's the word I want? Just kind of pussyfooted around a little bit. Make sure you check out Bet Online for all of your sports betting needs. For anything that I do betting-related, I go on over to betonline.ag and I use promo code BELIEVE50. BetOnline has all of the latest updated odds for the NFL and college football seasons. Anything you need, whether it's futures, live in-game betting, no matter what, 
your football betting needs are met at Bet Online. And again, make sure you use that promo code Believe50, B L E A V 50, to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. They, they, well, they're they, gamers. That's what I've said all season long. They're I, 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 down in their competition. I don't care that they're gamers. Uh, okay. If you're going to split hairs, okay, really and truthfully, it doesn't really matter, right? Because it, to me, I don't know if I wouldn't want to play Texas more than I wouldn't want to play. You know why, Joe, if I'm Washington? I think that this is the best overall scenario for Washington to be at two. Can I tell you why and why they shouldn't complain? Texas is 100th in the country. And by the way, Texas fans ripped me alive, okay? They don't want to check the numbers. (laughs) Your stats are wrong. And this is my favorite quote. You ready? You fat piece of shit is what one Texas fan said. And so (laughs) then you go on social media and say, well, here's the stat. Joe, they're 90th plus in passing yards allowed. Their secondary has not been good. So I know you can say you you should want them to be there, but if I'm watching, I'm saying, "Hey, brother, keep me at two. Just let me play Texas because they're the of all of these teams. Texas has the worst secondary." I don't, I don't disagree with that, and I think that's a really good point to bring up. Um, that they did, they do benefit here from getting a, a favorable situation because. We saw what they offensively did against Oregon, and Oregon secondary is better than Texas. So this is a very favorable situation. But I still point to, if we're just talking separate from them getting a beneficial situation, it sucks that they don't get to play close to home in the Rose Bowl. But if we're just comparing the two... they'll make Washington go to... go. They to- are. They are. I'm pretty sure that they are. They're making them go to New Orleans to, to play the Sugar Bowl. I'm pretty sure that the, that was... Oh, I might go to that game. I might, I, I might wear... You I, never mind. You should. You, you might not make it out of there alive, man. The I Washington fans are going to find your ass. <laughs> but if we're comparing and we're just talking about if we think that these ordering of rankings are correct, I still look at the fact that the three best wins for Michigan are Ohio State, Penn State, and then the next closest is Iowa, which was unjustifiably ranked as high as they were. And then we go down further the list. It's Maryland, Rutgers. Is that who we're going to go with? I look at the fact that Washington, one, has a comparable opponent where they they both dominated Michigan State. And then on top of that, they have two wins against Oregon. They have a win against Utah. They have a win against Oregon State. And they have a win against Arizona. Those are more impressive victories for me. And I get it. Loss, uh, uh, Close wins against bad teams are noticeable, but they're still wins, and we can't discredit them. Them being 13-0 with more ranked wins against more impressive ranked teams to me is more worthy of being number one than Michigan being number one. Only thing I will say, I think it's tougher to overcome what Michigan did with their head coach being out for six games in the regular season and all the shizite that they had to point with. Okay. And they continue to overcome every single week. And look, everybody says, well, look what they did against Iowa. Joe, can I tell you? I don't care because I know what that Iowa defense is about. Did you see the play, by the way? When the long return from Michigan happened, the kid number four misses yeah. the tackle and tracks him down. By the way, that's the fastest white boy that's ever existed in the history of life. Uh, well, Cooper DeGene wasn't playing, man. Cooper DeGene's fast. He's I don't care. Whoever kid. number four is is the fastest white kid on planet Earth, okay? Nevertheless, I, I don't think that they got it wrong. Joe, to, to kind of wrap up our point here on our college football playoff reaction before we go live at six, 
Can I tell you something that really bugs the absolute dog manure out of me? Yeah. Next year, this won't matter. I don't know if that bugs me. I, I, I get why it might bug you, but I don't know if that bugs me. I think that it, it, this is – honestly, I think this is a nice no, way gonna to transition. Devalue, it's going to devalue the regular season. I don't think that it does, though, because look, if we look further down into the top 12, I think that there is now – um, there's going to be more contention for those last couple of spots. And I think that this is the perfect year to transition to that because we can sit here and say, we missed out on an opportunity to see Ohio State play in the college football playoff and upset somebody. We missed the opportunity to see Georgia seek redemption. We missed the opportunity to see Oregon and Penn State to possibly seek redemption. I think all of those teams were good enough, Missouri even, to come in and upset somebody in the first round. I, I think this is the perfect transition with how close the debate was all right let me let me ask you this question because we have not talked about them yet georgia went from number one in the country to number six mm -hmm. i gotta be real with you i think that that's horseshit i if is it I, though I, I, yeah it is he here's the I, only thing go actually go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm cutting you off I, okay I think leaving out Georgia is not a problem. I, I don't have a problem with leaving Georgia out, okay? But they ain't, they ain't the sixth best team in the country. The, I agree. The problem with all of this is, is you and I both know that if it came to them playing Washington, Michigan – maybe not Michigan, but Washington, Texas, Florida State, the chances of them winning are really high. Okay? Like, very high. And, and you would probably pick them over those teams. Joe, yeah. is there a team not named Alabama, even in a rematch against Alabama, is there any team in the country that you would pick, that you would pick over Georgia right now? No, and I would also argue that if you gave them a month to get fully healthy and Amarius Mims right. comes back and everybody is not dealing with massive dings and important body parts, they are far and away the best team in the country. But that, you know, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. This And the committee has to draw a line in the sand. They already did Florida State dirty, as we're talking about here, and moving them back. They can't do them even further by pushing them to six and, and Georgia to five just because they're Georgia. You know, we can't do that. We can't just make that move because they're the SEC and they were at one point the best team in the country. It has nothing to do with them being a part of the SEC. And it again, you, yeah, you yeah. get it by your own volition that you would take them over Michigan, Washington, Texas, and again against Alabama. Right? Like, I mean, that's your own volition that you're making. And here's another but thing. But that's not what the conversation is, though. Is it's, we still have to count in the, them not winning their conference. They get pushed back behind the other five teams that did win their conference. Let me ask you a question. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stir the hornet's nest. Can okay. I just be real with you? Yeah. Winning the Pac-12, in my opinion, okay, is bigger <sighs> – than what people are giving it credit for, okay? Is it bigger than what the Big Ten did? Because I, I can make the argument that Georgia played and beat tougher teams than Michigan did. 
Okay, this is the this is where I think you and I start to go off on completely different angles here because you, at the end you, of the day, we, we the games are played on the field. We can't just at the end of the season after 13 games, and it was the whole Alabama thing last year where you and I got into so many heated arguments of Alabama had two losses and they deserve to be in because they played a far more difficult schedule. You still have to succeed in that schedule. You still have to succeed and win a certain amount of games. Schedule. I I understand I understand that, but we can't discredit. It's it's really freaking hard to go undefeated and to win your conference. It is really freaking hard. And Georgia had the opportunity to do that, and they failed. And that has to be acknowledged and recognized. The two-time defending national champion. They still failed. They still failed. And Washington let succeeded. Me ask, let me ask you a God's honest question: Who okay. do you think had a tougher schedule, Georgia or Michigan? Georgia obviously did because the Big Georgia Ten. Georgia obviously is did. Okay, Joe. They played five ranked opponents in the last six weeks. But it's not just based on on schedule and strength of schedule. A key factor in this conversation has but, to be oh, winning I, the conference. Can I stop you right there? Can I stop you right there? Then why did you just put Alabama in? Because they won their conference. Oh, but so did Florida State. And they're undefeated. So my po my point is, you literally just set the wait, precedent. but but Florida State doesn't get in because of a completely different reason that we spent a lot of time breaking down sure. the the injury issue. Sure, but like I just said, I'm not saying put them in the playoff. What I'm saying is, they're the fifth best team, and and you can make the argument that if you're going with the best teams, they deserve to be in. <sighs> I, yeah, I, if we're going off of that argument, but again, we we ha we can't just ignore there are five teams that won their conferences that are good enough to go to the playoff. Those teams have to be recognized before Georgia simply for the I don't um, disagree with the that. quality of of the product of doing that. But, it's but, difficult to do that. But everything Georgia went through is better, in my opinion, than what Michigan had to go through from an on field standpoint. <sighs> so they had two ranked teams. Joe, they had two ranked teams they had to play. If Take the teams out of it for a minute. Okay. okay. Take the teams out of it for a minute. If I told you that one team played five ranked opponents at the time that they played them in the last six weeks and two, and one team only played one. It goes with what Booger two, said. Excuse me, two. Yeah. It goes with what Booger said that I that I quote tweeted yesterday. Don't use an LSU guy against me. Uh, Don't you dare uh, well, use an LSU I'm, guy I'm, against I'm me. Ab I'm about to. At the end of the day, this isn't a beauty pageant. You know, the eye test does factor into this, and I think that it is a key qualifier when making these debates on you know small incremental changes. But we have to use the results in the field. This isn't Cincinnati. You know, this isn't, we're not sitting here trying to make the debate for Cincinnati getting in over some of these teams. We're talking about power five champions and a team that did not win their conference. That's a power five team. Yes. They went through a gauntlet. Yes. They went through the sec. Yes. They have one of the most talented teams in the country, but they lost. And that has to be acknowledged. They didn't win their conference. I don't think we're, well, we won't agree on this, but. I'm or not. We're, we're, we're categorically not. Now, look, next year, this doesn't matter. You have a 12-team playoff, and you know what? Listen to me before we get out of here, mm. okay? Joe, I want you to please, please, God, clip this, okay? At some point, listen, listen to your buddy Blake, okay? 
Next year when we have the playoff, Georgia, let's just throw – I know they're not at five right now, but just humor me for just a minute, okay? Georgia will be number five next year if this scenario were to play out. And, Joe, guess who they're going to play? Is it Liberty? Liberty. And you're going to make the argument to me. Oh, man. Okay, so y'all want to go to 12-team playoffs and you want one group of five team in there. And, by the way, Georgia just lost. Georgia just lost, and you're going to have to do that. Let me tell you, there's not – if an SEC team is number five or let's just say it's Ohio State when they're up and going or Michigan, whoever it is, mm-hmm. those group of five teams are going to get their asses absolutely kicked. Yeah, they, they don't belong, I think, they in the world. They do not belong of, there. When that now, was – that qualifier was – If you have a team like Cincinnati in the year that they got in where they play three power five teams and go 3-0 and oh, – Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And Liberty then, didn't play anyone. Huh? Liberty didn't play Correct. anyone. And, and if you remember, Cincinnati, when it was all said and done, beat more ranked teams than what Georgia, than what Alabama did that year. Right? Like they played and beat more ranked teams that year. My only point is Cincinnati is a uh what's the word? I'm, they're a um outlier. They are the, the outlier to the they're the exception to the rule. So I'm just going to say this on the December the third, the year 2023 of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please God, next year when this comes out and you got to play number number five Georgia has to play number twelve Liberty. Good luck. Just to close that out as we're wrapping this up, it's stupid that that qualifier is even in there because when it was put in, it was really before NIL and the transfer portal has been its, at its full strength, we will never, ever get a G5 team that is anywhere close to as well-rounded as that Cincinnati team. And that Cincinnati team was barely good enough to be justified being in the college football playoff. Anytime a team puts together a good roster, it will get picked apart piece by piece by other programs with more money. It's just the reality that we live in. Those guys are all going to transfer out. Sauce Gardner does not stick around at Cincinnati. Sauce Gardner ends up at Florida State or Alabama in the current state of college football. Very true. All right, we'll see y'all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. See you soon. I feel bad for Florida State, but Joe, did did they get it right? I I guess. I I think they got it right. All right, see y'all soon. Peace.